Okay. Did not sound that way on my end, but that's okay. Stop rewriting history. Doesn't have to. <laughs> So we are getting a late start today. Oh, we're so tired. We're gonna pump through this though. We're gonna we're gonna rally and um, not get out of the uh, the swing of things. Hell no! I tell you what. I mean, just when you think you're gonna have nothing to talk about, the the, the docketh giveth, and the it, docket taketh away. It do. It do. Look, I really lean on you to bring me into the points that I am. I had a vague, I had a vague outline, to. and I try very hard to be the the god of the machine. Um, it's not always easy, but in other news, wait, 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 I have a question. Yeah, <coughs> this is very important to me. When does Christmas season start for you? Christmas Day. That's it. I hate Christmas. Christmas season started two days ago for me. And I feel passionately about that because Thanksgiving is dumb. I hate Thanksgiving. Every woman hates Thanksgiving. Don't lie to yourself. Like I like Thanksgiving in theory. And like if I'm with people that can cook really good food, I'm all about Thanksgiving. But like my family's lackluster white people bland Thanksgiving food is just not giving, you know, it's not giving, it's, it's yeah, not no, giving I, thanks. I, that's I, for sure. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, no, you should be here for all of the Spanish festivities. They're uh, they're a good time. Oh, I would kill for that. George makes good the food. The food is great. Yeah. The food is great, and he has, like, decades-old, generations-old recipes for me. I usually – well, last year I went out to the lake to my great aunt and uncle's house, and they smoke meat for, like, all the time. They smoked meat for my wedding. Mm-hmm. Mm. And so I – go out there and their turkey is baller and that's like the only turkey I've ever liked. So, of course. I'll probably go back. That's a very specific um smoking. That's a very specific way to uh it's do good. a it's so good. It is it's so good. I'm also going to probably put up my Christmas tree like this weekend. Okay, so what do you constitute as the? Uh, I may be using that word incorrectly, as I do most words. But what, where do where do you draw the line? Like, what is Christmas season? Is like when you start? Is it when you start buying Christmas presents? No, it's when Halloween's done. You're disgusting. And Halloween season starts thought, in July. Oh my god, that's <laughs> fair. Christmas is a shit show. <laughs> I have. I have no interest in participating. I merely do because I have a family and I have to. And um, it's mostly just George's family at this point. But if you if you count when you start buying gifts, then I've already bought gifts. Happy Christmas. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> like, look, I mean, it just it's it's a fact. Christmas is the superior holiday for right now. Um, I love giving gifts. I love getting gifts. I love uh, all the excitement in the like tradition around it. I love going for jammy rides to go see lights everywhere. I do love that. I do love that. Yeah, it's just my um, shit. I love it. But if you like gifts, you should consider converting to Judaism, even though it's not really um, hot right now to be Jewish. <laughs> apparently. <laughs> but uh, you get eight days of that. Well, my understanding, though, is like they're like less cool gifts. Mm, it depends. I get one the, day of a the, lot of the, gifts. The I mean, it, it adds up to being the same thing as you know. You get like a bunch of bullshit on Christmas, and you have like one big thing. It's the same thing with Hanukkah because it's spread out through eight nights. 
Yeah. Well, I mean, I just, I feel like one day is enough. I'm going to light my Yule log. Sure. If you hear ambient plucking sounds in the background, that's Daisy playing her kalimba. Whatever. I can't, I can't stop her musical entrepreneurship. Now, if you hear um, low bellowing buzzing sounds in the background, it's my boyfriend's robot. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not even kidding. It actually is her boyfriend. He is the robot. No, it's... (laughs) I'm not dating a vibrator, Jamie. Come on, cut. No, no it just is, use them and abuse it them. Is, <laughs> is this a metaphor for men in my relationship with men? Might be. Might be. No, he built he built a thing for his little his little wood shop. That could be another dick on top. What does it None do? It's going well for what me. What does it do? It cleans the air. It cleans all of the bullshit and the wood shavings out of the air, the particles. If he's not he's currently using he's in, it. He's in... He, does, he's an inventor. I mean, he's been out of town. Does he need the air to be clean right now? I don't know. It's not my place to ask. That's his. <laughs> I'm area. a. I'm but a woman. <laughs> I don't do that. I don't. I don't. I don't even go in there. But you just have to hear this loud, no scary noise that is behind your house. How do you even hear it from inside the house? You'll see. That's. I mean, I've been to your home. I did not hear that. Oh, that's because George was here and he's ins- he's insanely loud. As you know, mm-hmm. he's a cult leader. Yeah. So you can't really uh, hear much else but his loud personality voice. And <laughs> as we've said before, this is an AMR, an, <laughs> AMR, an ASMR uh, podcast. <laughs> so, um, this, so the sounds of our... our uh, Burps and snorts and drinks clanking and loudly slamming our vapes down on the table. My vape. I don't know what you're doing over there. Drink. Slamming something on the table. Drinking. <laughs> and, um, you know. <laughs> Not shrill in the slightest. Not even slightly. Um, I want to tell you about a thing. <laughs> tell me about a thing. I, I called my mom to ask her if I could tell this story. Because it's pretty mortifying. But she said, yeah, go for it. It's hilarious. Um, okay. So I, we, we talked, talked around it last time we were on here, but my mom was recently in the ICU for four days. Pretty rough. Um, yeah. Why? We don't know really still, but she's in recovery right now. She's doing a lot better, but she's still really tired all the time. Right. She's sleeping like 18 hours a day still. Um, this is pretty rough, but Sheila, I know, but she's doing a lot better. She stood outside with me while I jumped to my sister's car earlier. So my mom has almost full dentures, right? Mm-hmm. We've talked about this. It's the other day. <laughs> the other day. <laughs> mm-hmm. It's not funny. <laughs> it's family curse. It's family curse. She, she messages me and she says, I can't find my lower dentures. And here's what my upper ones look like. And they're mangled. Oh, no, Sheila. The dog chewed up her dentures. No. The dog chewed up her dentures. No. No. (laughs) Sheila, I'm so sorry. Let me just reiterate here. The dog (laughs) chewed up my mother's (laughs) dentures. So she had to skip Halloween. Yeah. Yeah. They're not, they're not cheap. She managed to get a new set for 500 bucks. Don't know how she did it, but. Jesus. Perhaps she used her dentureless mouth to suck some dick. Is your mom on OnlyFans? <laughs> no, 
<laughs> Mom, are you an OnlyFans? <laughs> she is hot. She listens. <laughs> She's a listener. <laughs> oh, I keep forgetting. <laughs> One of our two patrons. That's why I She's have my favorite to, aunt. That's why I had to check with her first because she's gonna lose it. <laughs> like I can't just shit. I can't just tell this story and not ask first. So I asked first because I'm a good daughter. And uh, and yeah, she said, yeah, my life is like the Three Stooges right now. Might as well entertain some people. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah. No, <laughs> she's been through it, man. She's had a rough one. She's had a rough few. She didn't. To be honest, she didn't you. go to Halloween, and I was getting a little pissy about it because I haven't spent much time with her, and I wanted her to come to Halloween, right? And she was like, yeah. she's like, they're not gonna be ready today. But how important is it to you that I'm at Halloween? And I was like. No, it's not. It's fine. Like, she was like, I could wear a scarf over my mouth the whole time. I was going to say, she kind of could have capitalized on it, if you think about it. The sympathy. Make all of them feel bad. No, no. I mean, just sheer aesthetic alone on Halloween. You don't need teeth on Halloween. Yeah. It it just, like, when you're not wearing your dentures and you have full dentures almost, it makes your face sink in this way. She knows. I know. Uh, I know. It just they just sink inward and it's so embarrassing. And she's been so embarrassed by, you know, all the hospital time without her dentures. And now to have this happen. Wild. Just the worst luck. Yeah. She's Wait. coming to a soccer game anyways without them tomorrow. How old is your mom? Fifty five. <laughs> Ooh, she's in an eighth year. Yeah, it's not not twelfth. It's all me. No, but it's not good. No. Mm-mm. Eighth, your eighth house is like death and taxes. Oh. And taxes can be, um, taxes don't necessarily have to be financial. It depends on who you ask. But if you're asking me, they do not necessarily have to be financial. Well, everything sucks. And astrology just gives me bad news at this point. So I'm about to start it's disavowing great. it. It's it's going to get better. Well, it needs to get better like now. You keep telling me to wait until the holidays. cancer right now. You keep telling me wait till the holiday seasons are over. Yeah, I think that's why other things are going so right for me right now. Things. More will be revealed, I suppose. Yeah, you need to start reading some signs and figure out what's going on right now. I'm trying to figure we'll it do, out. We'll do a little. We'll do a little thing. A little sesh. We'll do a little thing. We need to do my mom's chart soon anyways. We do. We do. Um, Nobody cares about any of this. Cut it. it doesn't, <laughs> Garbage. <laughs> Trash. Rest in peace, Matthew Perry. Ugh. Ugh. Let me just... Can I just tell the people how I found out? Yeah. Okay. The people. People. The royal you. Um, mm. <laughs> I was at dinner with my friends getting out of the house for like the first time in forever and just having just having a couple drinks dinner same I get in my car I have a text from Shannon and it says Matthew Perry to which I respond David Schwimmer <laughs> <laughs> yeah you did and she goes no he's dead <laughs> Like, I found out at dinner too, and I was super bummed. Like, but what yeah, the fuck. <laughs> you were the first person I told because of our uh, history with that cast. I just friends and that shitty show that wasn't shitty. So if you think about much it, to me, honestly, I when I got pregnant with Violet, I was so 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 sick, and I found Friends on Netflix, 
And I just started watching it. And when I would finish it, I would rewatch it again and again and again. And I watched it's like a comfort show. I watched that show through every night to go to sleep for five years. Yeah. And then they took it off of Netflix. And then I did that with The Office. And then they took The Office off Netflix. You know what I'm left with now? Grey's Anatomy. Yeah. Stranger Things. <laughs> I, it's not enough seasons. I have to have like a big not dark. I have to have like a big bulk of seasons. I don't know what that is. No. None of those are comforting to you, I'm supposing. It just needs, I, I need something I've already seen all the way through because I can't be invested in it when I go to sleep. I've seen Grey's Anatomy so many times at this point, it, nothing faces me. I just sit there and cry sometimes. It's fine. No, dark. you should watch Dark. I think I've seen it. It's in another language, isn't it? Mm-hmm. But then they dubbed it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've seen it then. Yeah, just dub it. Same shit. <laughs> Sorry, Germans. It's like literally the exact same thing. I mean, as far as I'm concerned. German and English is basically cousin languages anyways. Oh, for sure. For sure. But yeah, Matthew Perry. I He's he's Matthew Perry is what I based my like archetypal man mm-hmm. personality that I'm attracted to off of, you know, like that is the perfect at least what he was portraying. Like that's yeah. the perfect personality. Yeah, uh, for me, so funny. Unfortunately, I wouldn't say Matthew Perry was like what I was like really basing off, but Chandler Bing was like my formative. First of all, personality. Well, yeah, I guess Chandler specifically is what I'm talking but about. He, I mean Chandler. Bing. Yeah, I mean, Chan- and I know that that's not really what he wants to be remembered for or whatever. But like, tough shit. You made a good character. Like, mm-hmm. oh no, um, <laughs> oh no, and like. He did he did a lot of amazing work for sobriety and he did men specifically. But yeah. Chandler Bing was like what I wanted in a man. And it was mm-hmm. who I inadvertently became as a human. And that's fucked up because yeah, you're right. He did do a lot for um people with addiction and him speaking out on it after having the history that he had. Yeah. Was I hate to use the word brave. But, but it was. I only have two brain cells strapped together tonight so my vocabulary is going to be limited it was brave it was it absolutely was especially as a dude back then you know you're supposed to i mean he comes from a different world than mm-hmm. even we do you know he's he's a gen x yeah not to not to be all uh divisive about generations but that kind of thing does matter and <coughs> I, I'm, I'm sure it's different in hollywood but you know still it, it was yeah. impactful, the 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 mark he made on that whole scene. He also just... So it's deeply sad. It was just so funny. Like, I know people now think it's really cool to talk about how Friends isn't a great show and how it's not funny. And, like, that's, like, the edgy, cool opinion to have right now. But mm. that's dumb. What you're saying is dumb. <laughs> it was a funny show. He was the funny. It was one of the best sitcoms. Joey, yeah, also for for a reason. I mean, it, him and Joey, yeah, Matt LeBlanc and Matthew Perry were what made that show. He was weirdly hot, actually. I I was I've been like sad, like sad watching mm-hmm. like little clips online, like everybody's probably fucking doing right now. Yeah. And the one where he's chained to, like, the filing cabinet. I'm like, oh, and he's got, like, no pants on. Yeah. Yeah, no, he was a good-looking guy. Like He was so cute. He went through a lot of weight issues, and I find that to be endearing in a man also. Yeah, he was a human being. 
He was a human being. And you really watched it play out on TV, like this human quality. <sighs> yeah. I mean, regardless of how he died, it doesn't really doesn't really matter. People are like, oh, he fell <laughs> off the wagon. I mean, that's what I was saying. His initial talk screen came back clean. They're doing a follow-up for, like, I guess more exotic stuff just to fully rule out anything before they declare a cause of death, but his initial talk screen was clean. Maybe he had a seizure. Some people that were addicts just have seizures later on in life for no reason. I don't know what. Sure. Or a latent heart disorder that he wasn't aware of that the Mm, hot tub exacerbated. Like, hot tubs are dangerous places. Like, it's so hot. If you've gone from somewhere that was cold into the heat really quickly, you can get dizzy. You can pass out. You can drown. And he was, I'm assuming, alone? Mm Mm-hmm. Seemingly. I believe it was his family that found him. Yeah. So that's, so that's dangerous, too. Yeah. I know that I'm supposed to not go into a hot tub alone because yeah. I have a heart condition. Exactly. Like That's something they do tell you. Yeah, because that that heat is really not good for you when you have a heart condition. So it's the fluctuation. And people have heart conditions and don't realize it all the time. Mm-hmm. So I mean it's very possible that it was just something crazy that happened. And I I really hate people speculating about it, honestly, because it's just such an insult to like what he was trying to do. Yeah. And even if he did fall off the wagon, people are fucking human. It doesn't make anything he did any less. Unfortunately, you know, both of us have dealt with people with addiction in our lives. And that is, it's a painful, long, grueling process. And you don't just get better in a linear path, you know? Yeah. No, I, I'm very aware. (laughs) My brother is, we are no longer speaking, but he's also not calling me from prison. So we take the wins where we can. Anyway, <laughs> yeah. Um, and you know, it, he might get better. He might not. You just never fucking know. Might get better yeah, for twenty just, years and then have a slip up. Things happen. Yeah, and that's forgivable. It's just when you take accountability for the addiction, which which Matthew Perry did. Yes. Yes. And that was a big thing to show other addicts, I think, because addicts have a huge issue with not uh, blaming the world for their problems and their behavior. Mm-hmm. It's addict behavior. I mean, there's no way there's no way around it for a little while until there is, and that's when you start to get better. Absolutely. On a lighter note, I thought you might like to know this. Mike Pence dropped out of the race. <laughs> <laughs> I've heard. I started listening to my liberal podcasts again just to, like, get back into, like, because I listen to you a lot. <laughs> Got counterbalance. I really need, like, the other side because I can't come into this completely uninformed on my side of things. Well, okay. 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 So, for the record, I do not in any way, shape, or form support Trump or Pence. Yeah. Which my family will, will be delighted to hear if anybody have, ever listens to this garbage. Ooh, yay, Shannon. But, I, I do think it's hilarious that all this shit goes down with Israel and he's like out <laughs> not handling that. Might have been the smartest thing he ever did, honestly. He came in with a lot of big dick energy and the moment something goes down, he's like, actually, we're going to wait until it's uh, peacetime. I mean, I wouldn't run. That's, if, that's what I took away if from If I it. was Mike Pence, I wouldn't fucking run either. These are the same people that were like calling for him to be hung like four years ago. <laughs> Yeah, no, I mean, him specifically, sure. But I mean, if you're going to run for president and you're not going to be prepared for the worst case scenario, sure. you probably shouldn't be running for president. Yeah. 
he also said a very, uh, he said consensus in, 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 in the first RNC debate, I believe it was, he said, he was arguing with Nikki Haley about something and he said, they were talking about abortion and how, and Nikki Haley was like, we need to come to a consensus about what we're going to do with abortion policy. And Mike Pence was like, consensus is the opposite of leadership. That sounds like something Hitler would say. Mike Pence. That's a dictator, dude. Mike Pence always just gives me, um, what's his name? The evil, like, overlord guy from The Simpsons, Mr. Burns. <laughs> Mr. Burns. He just gives me the vibe. Like, he looks like a fucking crypt keeper, and he's not nearly as old as the rest of these men. His evil has just migrated outwards in a way. And, like, I always, everyone was always very, like, oh, well, you know, he's the lesser of two evils or whatever when it came to Trump. And I was like, nah, that dude's eviler. No. I'm sure of it because he's smarter. And he believes in conversion therapy. Exactly. Exactly. Fuck that guy. Which, I mean, maybe most of them do. I don't fucking know, but they don't talk about it. And that's fine. At least you're not talking about it. Ooh, the robot. Do you hear it? It's so loud. My vibrator, y'all. Like, why does it sound like paranormal? Act- <laughs> why does it sound like paranormal activity is in your fucking house every couple hours? It's technological activity. How often does this go off? Like once, uh, like when it needs to. It's on like a. It's got like a sensor. I don't know. Here's my thing. I don't, I don't. Is it? It's outside. It's in a woodshed that is detached from your home. What must your neighbors be fucking hearing? I'm. Pretty convinced that our neighbors are afraid of him. I would be too. The dude just walks around his underwear all the time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Just doing his thing yeah. in the backyard. Just, this is America. Yeah, he's got a privacy fence. <laughs> but he put it himself, like a man. Um but yeah, Mike Mike Pence. Uh, he's out. Mike Pence is uh out out for the next Audi 5000 foreseeable at least I, I for a moment I thought maybe he was going to be Trump's running mate again but he would never Trump would never oh, I think both of them just hate each other so fucking much well I should hope so at this point I should hope so I should hope so uh I think he saw Trump for like what he was toward the end and I think that Trump Trump has this idea of everyone in the world should be extremely loyal to him while Maintaining zero loyalty to anyone else. Exactly. Wait, wait, wait. ASMR. ASMR. Nice. Very nice. It won't be nice if I end up puking, but we'll see. Why are you going to puke? Why would you puke? I don't know. My tummy is a little weird today. Mine is too because I faced those sardines in like three seconds. (laughs) I've never eaten a sardine. It's getting better though. Don't knock it till you try no, it. No, no, I'm I'm open to trying it. I just kind of don't want to try it alone. I'm afraid I'll get squicked out. <laughs> <laughs> I need a consensus. Is squicked a word? Have you guys heard people say this before? Because Shannon I certainly haven't doesn't think it's a word. Not outside of you. And she could it. not figure it out with context clues either. Like it squicks me out. I I got it. I just you said did you say be squids? sure that I understood what. <laughs> I just needed to be sure that I understood what you meant, that I was correct in my assumption. Uh, (laughs) Look at this little thing. That's cute. Isn't it cute? Sorry. Who made that? Daisy. Like years ago. Well. um, (laughs) There's no good segue for this. Stop trying. 
No, there's not. I mean, there's not. I'm. I'm. I don't want to talk about the Middle East anymore. Oh, I don't. I'm, I'm too sad. I'm done. I see. I know that I said being Jewish and supporting Palestine was deplorable behavior. <laughs> and you, you um, every every every. No, I don't. Every day goes by, and I see more and more of this happening, and I feel like, again, we are over here taking sides, calling for a ceasefire, like people across the ocean are going to give a fuck about our opinion. I don't think it's wrong to call for a ceasefire. I think it is wrong to believe that that is going to change the nature of things. It's okay to make your opinion known and to say, I want this to stop. That's fine. But why do you think that what you want matters in this scenario? Like, I wanted to stop, too. I would love it if we could call for a ceasefire and it made a difference. Everybody would. I would love it if we would stop funding Israel's sudden desire to wipe out all of Palestine. I would love that. All war. All war. Yeah, I would love it if we would stop funding wars, period. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Earlier in therapy, I went like this. I went, what? And I was demonstrating <laughs> Flipped my hand very suddenly to the side of me. And I did it just now, too. And she goes, let's slow down this movement. What is this? Because I was explaining I was <laughs> explaining t- something that's happening with my mom because we walked through all of the mom stuff today. And I was like, I went, what? And she goes, okay, so where do you feel that? She always does that. Where do you feel that in your system? What does it feel like? And then I, I kept doing it as I was explaining it. And she was like, what is that? And I was like, it's like, stop. <laughs> It's like fucking stop it. it. You are, you're, yeah. <laughs> and like I do you're, that. You're doing, you're doing a, you're doing a backwards talk to the hand. <laughs> Every time I'm overwhelmed, I just. <laughs> you're creating walls. I create fucking barriers and people don't respect them. You're making proverbial walls. Yeah. And she was around like. Around your it's, body. She said it's an interesting thing that you do. And like when I don't want to be talking about something we're talking about, my shoulders come up a lot. I do a lot of like. Yeah, yes. <laughs> Yeah, you do. I just physically squish myself into places. <laughs> it's it's cute. It's it's cute though. <laughs> Thanks. It's like I think I'm tiny still, and I'm not. Oh my god, stop! I have tiny energy. Yeah, I project like I a don't dam- know. That's like. a damsel in distress. I don't know. You have big energy, but physically, we're the opposite. We're really not the opposite. You just have big tits, <laughs> and I have twelve-year-old boy tits. Is that is that pedophilic? I just said that. Um, I don't know. Anyway, speaking of pedophilia, oh, uh, dating. Oh, I, 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 oh. <laughs> I feel like this is this is a thing. This whole concept came about because I, when I say I read an article, I mean I um, saw the title and I skimmed it. Mm, that's how I read articles too. And it, yeah, and it was talking about how Japan and I believe South Korea now are having an issue. I may be totally wrong on this, but that's right enough for this podcast. <laughs> but how they, they're having an issue and they've been having an issue with people, young people not reproducing as much. And like, so there's a population decline and there's more old people than there are young people. Did you say China and, and Japan or Korea and Japan? South Korea. And okay, Japan. okay. I was like, it can't be China. They've got plenty of people. They don't need babies. Yeah, they were throwing them away a few years yeah, ago. But um, that's neither here that. nor there, I suppose. Um, this, basically it was, it was blaming how technologically, how violently technologically advanced they got so quickly and, um, how it's like this oppressed culture that is mildly, um, I'm going to use like autistic for lack of a better word. They're just not 
personal. There's there's a lot of shame mm-hmm. and um, facelessness and like a like a fear of one on one intimacy mm. amongst young people. And where the sex that's robots come where, from. Yeah, and and I I'm guessing that's where the the apps blew up. I saw something about apps dating and, apps and that yeah. I don't know. That doesn't make as much sense to me. Like, uh, like sex simulation apps maybe would, or like dating simulation apps, apps, which I mean is a big thing in Asian cultures, like dating simulators and stuff. Anime girls, even sadder. Yeah, yeah. It's not. Well, and the boyfriend clubs. I mean, I can't say too much because I literally wrote an entire script for a dating simulator game that was published. Love link by Ludia. Um, so <laughs> I made a lot of money. I don't give a shit. <laughs> um, I can't talk more Whatever. about it. I signed an NDA. <laughs> <laughs> That's really high profile stuff. Should I bleep that out? No, I can say that I did it. I wrote for Love Link okay. by Ludia, but I can't say anything about the storyline or what the writing process was like. Because I'm sure anybody would be so fascinated by that anyway. I mean, it is the most popular go dating find simulator out. in North America. <laughs> it's pretty popular. It's weird. Just, yeah, no, that's what I'm saying. Just go find out. Yeah, just go play Love Link. I wrote Adam. Are you allowed to say that? Yeah, I can say I wrote Adam. Adam's one of the characters you can match with if you play through Adam's storyline season three and four or me. All right, so you're feeding into the problem a little bit, though, I think. <laughs> well, I made money off the problem, that's for sure, but it was a lot of money, so... <laughs> I, I I'm not going to fault you for that as a it, free market it's capitalist. It's pretty hard for writers to make um, a living wage, and I will say that they pretty much doubled my income while I was writing there. Sick, I support it. Yeah, but I don't know about these apps, and I don't I don't know. Look, do I ever have my facts straight? Absolutely <laughs> not. We all know this, uh-huh. but um, you know, I from what I have gathered. It sort of originated in Japan and yeah. South Korea. And when I saw apps, my head automatically went to dating apps. And then that bled over here. And now it's just... And you thought, who's my friend that's on apps? Jamie. Well, that that well, everybody is yeah. is on apps. I'm, everybody's single, yeah. And uh, a yeah, lot of married single. people. Like a wild amount of married people. Uh, yeah, that's another thing. Ashley, what is it? Ashley Madison? No, 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 no. Whatever that shit was. Not even that. The new thing is ethically eth- ethical non-monogamy. Blech. So every time you swipe and you see an attractive, reasonable man, he's like, I'm ethically non-monogamous and I have a wife, but she's totally fine with it. And I'm just like, fuck my life. Is she though? Even if she yeah, is, I don't give a shit. I, I'm not. I'm not. And like, stop yeah. putting yourself on date. Like there has to be an app just for that. Stop going on dating apps. Stop for single sad people. <sighs> Fucking with unavailable people and unavailable people stop fucking with available people. Yeah, if I'm you want to sure, be available, be available. I'm sure there is an app for my, for polyamorists out there. Go on that one. Yeah. Leave the rest. Stay alone. in your lane. Stay in your fucking Stay lane. Stay in your fucking lane. Like, I don't have a problem with polyamory on its face. I like live and let live, whatever. Do your thing. I don't really give a shit. But yeah, just don't bother me. Don't bother me. And don't get my hopes up that you seem like a normal human, not subterranean creature. And then you're not. <laughs> well, this is one of my points that I, I I had to mention is that there is zero sanctity 
zero respect for the sanctity of a relationship if you are attracted to somebody else who is not the person that you're in a relationship with. Mm. I don't know what it is with with men and, and a lot of women too, honestly, everybody. I mean, if, if, if you're attracted to somebody uh, intensely, it doesn't matter whether or not they're in a relationship, you're still going to pursue them. You know, it's weird. And, and some people do it in person or some people do it on social media where like on Instagram, like if people know that I'm in a relationship, but they're still Mm -hmm. DMing me. Yeah. It's like, dude, dude, you fucking know, stop, no, stop being a weird simp. It's disgusting and unbecoming and it's, it's unattractive behavior. And so weird. Stop it. It's so strange. And it is very much the world that we are in right now where, Nobody has any decency. Yeah. Well, it's also just like a basic respect for me and what I'm telling you. Yeah. Like, I'm not, I don't, I don't expect a stranger to on its face respect my relationship. I don't give a shit. Like, you don't have to respect my partner or my relationship. It's my job to tell you no. It is my job to tell you not interested. My problem is when you don't respect me enough to listen. Yeah. That is when the line is drawn. It's not okay. And you just keep coming back and you keep trying to weasel your way in with jokes and sexual innuendos and things that you think are lighthearted. And it's like, I've already drawn the line, dude. Shut the fuck up. And it's so desperate. It's unattractive. It's unbecoming. Like, we are not attracted to that. No, women are not attracted to that. (coughs) Men, I don't think, are either. I don't think anyone's not attracted attracted to to super desperation. It's not cute. It's... It's upsetting. Like, you know, express that you want me, express that you're interested, express that you can't live without me, sure, whatever. It's the <laughs> it's the constant desperation for me. It's the weaseling for me. It's mm-hmm. the like it's the backing off and be like, oh, okay. And then just slowly weaseling your way back Breaking into the Breaking down same your barriers. That got me mad at you in the first place. Yeah. Just pushing the barrier every time a little bit more. Yeah, what do you think is going to change? And I just I just don't understand how there is no respect for the sanctity of of a monogamous relationship and you anymore. Know what they and do, the apps are facilitating that. What they do after that is they just send you a dick pic and like like that's going to that's going to change like you'd be like, "Oh my god, this dick is beautiful." Yeah, sir. I take back everything I ever said. What are you talking? I'm so, I need that inside me right now. Is that pure gold? <laughs> it doesn't even look like a naked mole rat. Oh my god, <laughs> golden dick! Oh my god, your your peacock is beautiful, sir. Okay, does it fly? <laughs> uh, I, I just I, I can't. Yeah, no, I can't. I can't. I can't. I can't. I cannot. I mean, if it makes if it makes money, if it comes <laughs> money, maybe if it comes literal gold. Count literal me in. Literal gold. Count me in. Well, I mean, and all of this kind of it's. It's a big question of what changed. because well, So that's what I wanted to ask you because yeah. when we were in our 20s. We met people. Before, we just organically met people. And I don't have the app experience that I'm not bragging. I've, <laughs> I've seen it. In, I've, I've, look, I've been in a relationship for a very, very, very long time. I met him in my early 20s. We met organically. That is, uh, that's not impervious to pain. That is not impervious to being destroyed. That could, that, that is subject to ending at any moment as any, as everything and anything is. So I'm not going to sit here and say down the road, I may not have to resort to, I'm, I'm, I'm not going to say that I'm never going to have to resort to apps because who knows? Because that's the only way to meet someone now. Fucked up and but at this point in time, I'm like, 
I, I only have third party experience. I'm just looking at mm-hmm. my uh, friends uh, swipe left or right mm-hmm. and and learning. And it's like you're putting your picture uh, and, and a little bio about yourself on what is essentially a sexual marketplace. <laughs> and to me, that is another level of, um, I don't want to say evil because that's a little harsh. But it's it's dark and it's got to feel it's bad. Dark. It doesn't feel great. Um, there's this thing about dating apps where like you're writing this profile and you're you're choosing these pictures and you're both trying to present the worst possible version and the best possible version of yourself in tandem, knowing that a large amount of people are going to reject it on its face and and you don't know what to do about it. like I hit a point in my dating app experience, my last go around where people would be like, tell me about yourself. And I'd be like, oh, I haven't cleaned a dish in two years. And um, I forgot. <laughs> I don't really know how to pay taxes. I think I'm doing it right, but I don't know. I have two kids. Um, none of my laundry is folded. And like, I, I, you just get to like this chaotic, desperate point where you're just like, here, here I fucking am. Accept me or fucking don't. <laughs> and like, I don't give a shit anymore because at the end of the day, you also have a naked mole rat dick in your pants and like you need me more than I need you. <laughs> That's the rub. That's at the end of the day, you always have the upper hand as a woman. Always. And, uh, and like, don't get me wrong. There are beautiful men on dating apps and, and they're not talking to me. Like, I mean, otherworldly men who are sleeping around their city, having the best time and all they want, like these gorgeous men, all they want is to fuck. And I'm not about it. Because like I'm a very shy individual in person and it takes me a minute to like come out of my shell. Like you really have to like mm, you have to warm me up to woo me a little bit before I'm going to fuck you. Probably like treat her like a lady. Like second date probably. <laughs> like, oh my God. Maybe third. But like I we, there has to be a genuine connection. I'm not I haven't ever slept with anyone as like a one night stand. I've I've only ever slept with people I had long relationships with genuine human connections with right that's just how i vibe unless you're a woman yeah. and then i will absolutely just fuck you it's weird <laughs> <laughs> i don't know what that's about but i'm not scared of them as much as i am of penises um well so i mean you're just you're just presenting this image like i i put up my apps And I get them back up again after my last breakup and I go to my friends and I have to have them screen them. I'm like, okay, go through all these pictures. Does this actually look like me or are these too many Snapchat filters? Like, what are we like? Yeah, you do that. I need to know if you saw this girl and you saw me, would you be like disappointed or is it like reasonable? I think all of your pictures are are reasonable. Most people seem to think like, yeah, like it's a little filtered, but it's you. Not all of them, though. Not all of them, but a lot of them. Well, mostly because I just really take, don't need. I them. just mostly take all my pictures in Snapchat because I then put them on my story, anyways. So it just it's already filtered. I haven't had Snapchat in years. I should download that shit again. It makes you look great. It does. It's just got a good filter, a good natural filter. But I mean, you don't need that. No, but I like it. It makes me feel better. Um, sure. And that's what it's all about, folks. It's about feeling better. Um, sure. Chasing that fucking dopamine hit every moment of your life. Chasing that, chasing that dragon. <laughs> but I mean, on the apps, do you find that a majority of the people are trash? 
Yeah. 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 There's like, so with men, there's like a varying level. There's like cute, but like a dick. There's like ugly, but seems fun. There's like fishing pictures, Mm. which is just an automatic left. No, thank you. Um, Any sort of hunting picture. I'm going to swipe left on you. I'm not interested. I don't blame you. It's just not for me. It's just not for me. That's not my thing. Dead animals are just not a cute prop Mm -mm. (laughs) for your pictures. No, I don't want to see you propped up next to a corpse you're proud to have made from a living thing into a corpse. To be fair, if you had like, I'm trying to picture when it would be okay. If you were like in a cool photo shoot with like a cow skull painted and you were like looking like a shaman or like an evil demon, I'd probably be into that. Or Ted Kaczynski. No, it's I'm not into that. <laughs> That's you. You're getting confused again. <laughs> Bless her heart. It's not, it's not him. It's what he stood for. Anyway. <coughs> I, yeah, no, there are very few situations in which the, I, I would um, let that slide, but that would be a, a red flag, to say the least, for me. Yeah, well, and it's just a lot of men coming to the table, a, a bold four out of 10 and, and deciding that you must be a virgin. You cannot have had any sexual partners. <laughs> you must have no children. Cannot have ch- no mm-hmm. children. You must weigh less than 130 pounds. You must be less than five foot one. Like these, un- and they just say these things and it's these crazy, like no piercings, no tattoos. Like I don't see women very often in their profile say what you can't be. Women in their profiles typically explain who they are. Men in their profiles have a lot of, I don't want this. Deal breakers. And I find that to be disgusting. (laughs) Yeah. They have the deal breakers up front and center. Tell me you want a 15-year-old girl without telling me you want a 15-year-old girl. Truly. Truly. Yeah. It's weight, kids, your body count. Yeah. Your kill count. I mean, that is... (laughs) That is looking for a te- you're looking for a teenage girl while dude. bringing literally nothing to the table. It seems like not being an attractive man at all. Yeah, have you looked in the mirror? You're balding, divorced, and have two kids yourself. And like all of my profiles are very like, hey, um, just like upfront, I'm very liberal. I am this. I am that. Uh, I think I do say I don't want any hookups. Pretty specifically on my profiles. Because otherwise mm-hmm. men will just bypass everything and go straight for the hookup. And I like to just nip that in the bud. Just not going to happen. I'm not going to suck your dick. We're going to take some time. <laughs> You're going to have to impress Good. me a little bit first. But the fact that you even have to do that on what is a dating app, not a hookup app. Like I never want Tinder's a hookup app. It shouldn't be. There are apps for that. There are places <laughs> to that. go to fuck. That's not what we're here for. It's so stupid. And then there's. Yeah. <sighs> and I heard everybody on Hinge is a bridge troll. Oh, God. Sorry. Ugh. Okay, so let's let's go through the main apps, right? There's three big ones right now. Mm, okay. I have to burp again, but it's like stuck in my just body. Just do it. It's like oh, stuck. Oh, that sucks. Like just. Oh, I hate that. Get out of me. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it didn't work. It's <laughs> uh, the Tinder demon. Tinder, Bumble, Hinge. Those are your big three. Oh, I thought Bumble was a fuck app. No, Bumble's not a fuck app. Tinder is. 
Okay. But you can also find reasonable people on Tinder sometimes. It's just kind of a mm-hmm. crapshoot. So Tinder's kind of more your hookup app. I have one. It's there. No, I don't check any of them currently because I decided that it was not fun anymore. <laughs> it just got sad it's and poisonous. I didn't want to do it's it. Just, it seems poisonous. I, just I wanna... see my friends going through it and it's just like my friends here locally. Yeah. And just watching them go through that situation. It's like Ugh, it hurts your soul. It's just like, it's like this inauthentic way of trying to make conversation with somebody you don't know is so hard. It's 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 transactional. Yeah. Yeah, it is. And like, pe- it's a lot of people rushing you to a first date instead of like getting to know you first. Like, I want to know that we're going to have something to talk about. And we're going to have fun on a first date before I'm going to isolate myself with you, stranger. Um, yeah. Don't just say that you're attracted to me and go off of that alone. So Tinder- there's other things in it. Yeah. Tinder's your fuck app. And it's a basic left, right. You just do it. Okay. Bumble is woman led. Okay. I had it backwards. Again, it's swiping. You swipe. They swipe. You have to send the first message. Okay. The woman. If it's two women, either one can send the first one. I think if it's two men, either can send the first one. But if it's man, woman, okay. woman has to send the first message. It, and the point of it is to be more relationship-oriented, less immediately being disgusting, I guess. But it just gives them a, like a chance to warm up to being disgusting anyways. Um, like they just, they just wait for a second. You say something and they're like, my dick. (laughs) And it's, yeah, yeah. It's just, you're waiting for it. You know, it's coming every time. And then it's a lot of them critiquing how you say hello to like after a while, like if, if there's something that stands out on their profile, I will say it. I'll be like, oh, how interesting that you like this. I also like this, blah, blah, blah. But a lot of them just have like almost nothing in their profile. So I just send like a generic GIF, like a hello GIF. And then they're like, oh, well, you really want to talk to me? You said something. Blah, blah, blah. Bro, what was it supposed to go off of? Like the fucking ghost in your profile? Like the lack of it? I should have been like, oh, how cool that you have no interest in telling me anything about yourself. How are you today? Like zero information whatsoever. Hey. I'm, sh- I'm just taking a shot in the dark right now, brother. She's like, cut me some slack. I just don't know what I'm supposed to do here. Why are you critiquing? Be flattered that an attractive woman approached you. You fucking gremlin. Um, Yeah, they are all gremlins. Inside or out. Sometimes both. Um, The last one is Hinge. Hinge is supposed to be like the relationship app. Like the app that's supposed to be deleted. The app that's meant to be deleted or whatever is what they call it. So that one's a lot of prompts. It's good marketing. It's great prompt. It's great marketing. They have a bunch of prompts and you basically answer questions. You give like a little information. You can like record a sound bite. You can put a video up. It's very like interactive and engaging. Um, the quality of people is just not there. Like a lot of people on Hinge are just mid, as the children would say. Elaborate. Like, you just find a lot of, like, guys who probably live in their mom's basement and, like, probably work two jobs but just can't seem to get that apartment locked down. I mean, we're in a housing crisis. (laughs) I'm trying to think. I've been on, I've been on, like, all of them. I've been on, like, all the weird little ones. I was on Plenty of Fish when I met um, which is... Oh, God. I remember Plenty of Fish. I got on it literally to prove to my cousin that it was a bullshit app that sucked and was awful. And then I ended up meeting a boy. Well, he was awful. 
And then that boy ruined three years of my life. So. So. But he did. It was a great first date. Like, honestly, if he had been the person he presented on the first date forever, our relationship would still be going. We'd be the happiest people in the world. Yeah, but he's a lying, cocksucking motherfucker. Yeah, the problem is that he's he's a liar and he's a narcissist and he's that kind of narcissist that manipulates you and takes advantage of you and figures out all your weak points by being lovely. And that's why he's getting fat and going bald. And that's what dating apps bring to the table. <laughs> Let me mix um, another drink really quick and pee. Okay, I'll allow it. Sorry, oh. Discord is being stupid for a second, but I fixed it. Oh, good. Really, we're really slogging through this one. <laughs> I just, I'm, I'm just really, yeah, no, I'm, I'm just really curious. But like, I have these opinions that I'm probably not technically allowed to have as somebody that <laughs> has not experienced it firsthand. So like, I have questions, and then I have opinions based off of what you tell me. And I do think that, um, I don't know, it, it seemed to me at least easier to just meet somebody organically, like just go out yeah. and because then you eliminate the, the, what is it called? Not red flag, but, um, deal breakers. Right. Like when you say that somebody has their deal breakers up on their profile automatically, you're like, okay, well, I'm not a candidate for this person. But when you meet somebody organically, they get to know you deal breakers may be a gray area now. So it's not as important to them when they get to know you that you have children because they may like you and think you're attractive and think you're smart and all of these things that you are. And then also you have children and weigh more than 130 pounds. Big fucking deal. She's got great tits (laughs) and she has more than two fucking healthy brain cells to rub together. Stunning personality. Let's make an exception for her because I met her in person. But you don't make exceptions for people when you meet them on apps. And no. I think that's where the the demon, the demonic nature of that whole mm-hmm. uh, system comes into place is that the is that your deal breakers are your deal breakers, and you don't give anybody a chance. You're right. And who are you to have deal breakers? You gremlin, disgusting <laughs> pig, motherfucker. Right, and I think and the, I'm not saying that all guys on dating apps are disgusting. I'm sure there's lots of nice. No, guys. But I know there's that there quite are lots a lot of, nice guys, of like, but creatures lurking about. There are creatures for sure, and for them to have deal breakers like I don't date black girls. Oh, sir. Yeah, sir. Yeah, I don't date women with children. I don't date big girls. I don't date skinny girls. I don't date. Uh, brunettes, blondes mm-hmm. only, you know, I mean, I mean, I've seen, I've seen crazy shit, uh, just, just, you know, are from the outside looking in <laughs> and cause George is, we, I, we know a guy right mm-hmm. now it's on the, on the male, on the male side of things. And I'm watching this all happen. And even some of he'll, his deal breakers, I'm like, why don't you just go out and meet somebody and decide what your actual deal breakers are? Because it depends on the woman. Well, tell me, what, what are some of his deal breakers? I'm just curious about the men's side. Because I also have deal breakers, like, in my head. But then I break them mm-hmm. a lot anyways to try mm-hmm. to That's what happens meet when you meet people. Yeah. yeah. What, are his, what are his deal breakers? Kids. <laughs> mm-hmm. Divorced. Going through a divorce. How could he meet um, anyone his age? He can't. That's why he hasn't. Yeah, that's wild. Like, wh- first of all, uh, wait, wait. But then we go out, and he's like, "She's hot," and I'm like, "She definitely breaks your weight barrier, dude." Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
So you don't know what you're talking about. Yeah. It's an idea. There's an idea in your head Mm -hmm. of what like this perfect person looks like. And unfortunately, Mm -hmm. dating apps really idealize people. And here's the thing. The idea of that perfect person in your head, I hate to break it to you. You're not good enough for them. You're not. Because that not only is a person that does not exist, but if they did, they wouldn't want anything to do with your bitch ass. The fact of the matter is we're in our mid to late 30s, the people that we are talking about here. And if you have never been married, there's probably a different thing wrong with you. I'm not saying that there is. Mm, I'm saying there probably is. That's a good point. That's a good point. Unless you're like in a long-term relationship and marriage (laughs) is a thing that you've been questioning for a long time on a level of like, well, do I want to involve the government in my relationship? I get that. That's different. But like if you've never been in a serious long-term relationship where you're questioning your marriage because of the government being involved in your relationship or been married, then there's an issue with you. Red flag. A little bit of a red flag. flag. But you're you're isolating to this group of red flag havers Mm -hmm. who are probably crazy bitches Mm -hmm. because you're unwilling to overlook a number or the potential that they have children already, which I, I get. I do understand people not wanting to date people with kids. I do. I understand that kids add a lot of fucking baggage to a relationship. But good luck, sure. dude. Good luck. Like, At this age, good luck. And, like, honestly, I pref- <sighs> kids are the biggest hurdle with dating apps, too, for me. Because I have mm-hmm. to. I don't fucking know these people. I don't know what they bring to the table. I dated somebody off of a dating app for three years and he wasn't great to my kids. He was really, really great to one of them. He was not great to the other one. In a lot of ways that I found out about after I left, Um, you know, even, even men I know I bring in and sometimes I watch the way they interact with my children and I'm like, "Mm." something just. "Mm." Yeah. Mm-mm-mm-mm. She's doing the the wall, the hand wall Mm-mm-mm. thing again. Talk to the talk to the back of my hand. There were ways in that my most recent ex made me a little uncomfortable with my children. Not to mention men's relationship with their own children. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, and mm-hmm. yeah, how are you going to have kids and then say that the girl can't have kids? Ugh, that's a whole. Or other how thing. are you going to have kids and not have a relationship with that child and then? Try to have a relationship with children that are not even your own. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's weird. That's weird. Um, and then there's this whole, like, there's also dating apps for single parents. I find those to be even worse somehow. Wow. Like, you're just spotlighting that you're a single parent, I think. And you're bringing in a level of predator that you're not aware of. Plus, I, if I'm being honest. Mm, that's true. If I'm being honest, I don't want to date someone with kids. I don't want to get attached to other kids again. I don't want to, like, bond with children again and then risk the relationship dissolving and my kids being separated from those kids, me being separated from those kids. Like, I got really lucky with my ex and that I still have a relationship with his children because the baby mama is an angel. Yeah. And that my kids still talk to her kids all the time because they're sisters and they're bonded. You know, they live together for three years. That's not easy. But that's not easy to find. That's not a common situation. That took two yeah. women coming together and deciding yeah. they were going to do what was best for their children. Mm-hmm. It had nothing to do with the men. Yeah. Once again, men are trash. 
Well, I, I I'm not going to say men are trash. I know there are good a guys. A lot of men out are there. trash. A lot of women are trash, but I experienced trash men. My father, good man. I can say absolutely that he had girlfriends growing up that had children and we were allowed to uh, have relationships or maintain our friendships with their children long after they had split. Which is great. It's so rare. Yeah. And I just, I feel very protective. Also, I find that when you come into a relationship and you have kids, it's really hard to treat the other kids the same. It's very hard to be a faux step parent. You end mm-hmm. up and like I, we got in so many pissing contests about our kids and feeling like someone's kid was being slighted or another kid was getting too much and this kid was getting too little. And it's such a battle. It's not worth it sometimes. <laughs> no, I would date someone with kids, though. I just it's not top of my list. Top of my list would be. A childless dude. Yeah, because it's less complicated. And I get that from the male perspective, too. Yeah, but that's not a deal breaker. For a heterosexual relationship, but it's not a deal breaker. It depends on the person. So for these people to have these deal breakers that are set in stone before you even know the person is retarded. It's just, yeah, it, it just limits you in such a way that I don't even understand. And you see these same dudes. Like, I've come back on dating apps three times now over a six-year period, I see the same dudes still on there. I'm like, oh, I fucking wonder why. Mm-hmm. Why are you still here? So let me ask you this. Is there a reason that we're... St- well, not. I mean, I know you're not currently. I know you took a little break because they're toxic. <laughs> not, to use, not to use a lib word, but I have to. Uh, I have to speak your language right now. <laughs> Uh, the apps are toxic and you're not using them. So what is stopping you from going out and, uh, you know, just meeting somebody organically? Is it, do you think that the apps have perpetuated because you've been often on them for so long? Do you think they have perpetuated a level of, um, social anxiety around dating that makes it impossible to remember what organically meeting people was even like? Yeah, in some ways. In other ways, I think that when you're an adult, it's harder to maintain adult friendships and then go places together because I'm I'm not going to go to a bar alone. I never would. It's just not my scene. I'm too nervous. I'd, I'd be like, everyone's mm-hmm. looking at me because I'm fucking here alone. <laughs> but uh, I don't have a whole lot of close friendships that I can like go out and meet guys with or meet other girls with. If I did, and, and when I did, when I did, um, when I hung out with my friend Ashley, we, we went out a lot and we did meet guys. And that was fine. And it was better than the dating apps. Like I was meeting people organically. It felt much more natural. It just, it wasn't necessarily my crew at the end of the day. Mm-hmm. So it fizzled out. But yeah, I do think that the apps have created a level of anxiety because you already know what someone's looking for on an app. You already know, like, they're looking to meet me. They're interested. They're available. They're open, whatever. Whereas in real life, the opportunity for rejection is so much higher. Mm -hmm. The opportunity for you to misguess and they're like, actually, a relationship is higher. 
to look stupid, like all of those things that get in your head and fuck with you. And I'm an anxious person anyways. <laughs> yeah, but that's a part of the human experience. You know what I mean? Yeah, and, and like I've gone the through mystique, it. The mystique is there and that's sexy. You want the mystique. You want the ri- <laughs> The higher the risk, the higher the reward. Stop saying this to me today. <laughs> I just said it. This is the second time I've said it today. It's too many times. <laughs> Well, I was talking about the stock market earlier. I'm a low but. risk, low reward bitch. <laughs> it's called stability. I'm high risk, high risk, high reward. Yeah, you're chaotic and I'm not. Whatever. You want the mystique. You want yeah. the mystique. When I met George, do you think I was crazy about the fact that he was like, actually, my name is George and I'm 20, not 22. And I can't even buy beer legally. And I'm like, <laughs> okay, I'm a pedophile now. Great. Thanks. Awesome. Come over. <laughs> yeah, I do think you were crazy about I'm just it. doing cocaine off the side of a bathtub, but I'll make sure I'm not doing it anymore when you get here. Because <laughs> you're a baby and you need a permission slip. Oh, he drove, whatever, I'm not going to say. He was inebriated. Or, uh, mm. <laughs> but everybody, that's, that's the thing. It's like back then, I mean, he was 20, I was 24. Like that whole night was fucking wild and insane. And I had just come out of this relationship that I was in for five months. It was my rebound after Danny. And I, you know, I got chlamydia. So that was fun. And, you know, I was, I was coming down off of that and I just felt like everything was so hopeless. And I, there comes a point for me at least where there's like rejection, whatever. I don't care. I have uh, never really been afraid of that because how do I say this without sounding arrogant? <laughs> because I'm not, you take the makeup off, I lose weight. I wear so much makeup. I mean, I look like shit without it. We don't, we don't, I, I, we don't have to have an argument about it. Yeah. I'm, I'm taking steps to make my situation without makeup better. But like, I have my insecurities, mm-hmm. but at the end of the day, I've never been particularly insecure about my body mm-hmm. when I seemed to have been as care about my body it was something else and we're not mm-hmm. gonna we may, we'll save that conversation for another day but i've never had a uh, huge <laughs> i've always been i've always been at the end of the day like okay with my body except for like after i eat too much and i look or like when you look like a snake that ate a whole chicken you know what i mean like that's not cool sure so I don't want to. I don't want to fuck like a Roman or a Greek after I just got done eating and I'm all gross and greasy and slimy and I, you know, like I don't. I don't feel sexy. But <laughs> all of this to say, all of this to say, I've never felt particularly bad about my appearance, and so I've never been particularly worried about rejection. It has absolutely happened. Mm-hmm. It has absolutely happened. But it. I didn't. I wasn't insanely affected by it because it was just like well it was a shot it was a shot in the dark and you know it it wasn't so much that the rejection bothered me it was more that we wouldn't be compatible anyway and I put time into this even if it was 10 minutes even if it was a 10 minute conversation I don't I don't want to waste time because life is so short and the older I get the more apparent that becomes and you have no reason to be insecure at the end of the day. Mm. And I don't think that weight or appearance or the fear of rejection should hold much water with you because there's there's, there's going to be the next person 
You know what I mean? There are a million fucking people out there. And this goes for everybody. You know, like there are a million people out there. That old saying, like, you could be the juiciest peach, (laughs) but there's just going to be that motherfucker that doesn't like peaches or whatever. But it's true. Yeah. It's true. Yeah. No, it is. You know, I've never been, like, openly rejected, mostly because I don't shoot my shot that often. I I have. The closest (laughs) I've come is that, like, I walked up. When I moved here, I was admittedly in very good shape and I was very feeling myself. And I went out to get some drinks with my cousin and I saw this guy and I was like, he looks like fucking Thor, bro. And like, mm. and I walked over to him and I was just like, I saw he was smoking. And I was like, oh my God, do you like have, I like lost, all my cigarettes are gone. Do you have like an extra cigarette? <laughs> And I, I didn't even classic move. I didn't even smoke. And he was like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah. I have an extra cigarette." And I was like, "Oh my god, you're my hero. Can I give you a hug?" <laughs> Perfect. Classic. You're, don't you're giving away our secrets right now. Stop it. <laughs> and then I went. I I smoked my cigarette. We talked for a few minutes. I went back to my cousin, and then I wrote down my name and number on a piece of paper and walked over and gave it to him before I left. And I felt so cool. Never fucking texted me. Well, I mean, rejection. that's not rejection, though. It's rejection. It's not rejection. He could have lost it. There's a million things that could have happened that you're not considering. You automatically damn yourself. Rejection. No, it's not rejection. I could have been I, sleeping I, with I, Thor, I he, but no. I highly doubt he <laughs> looked like Thor. He looked like a short Thor. A, whatever, fine. It's fine. We love a short king. He had like a big beard but, and a man <clears throat> bun and he was bulky in like the right ways. Oh, he's a white guy with man bun? I love him. Mm-mm. Love all men with man buns. Man bun supremacy, honestly. Like, just call me. <laughs> Can I be a man bun supremacist? You are. Cut it. You don't think it's a matter. I can't ask you to be something. Or wear it down. Unless it's a safety hazard. I prefer it in a man bun. Blech. No. Absolutely not. I love it. Absolutely not. I like it down less than I like it up. <laughs> like, you look like a French aristocrat with your, like, low man bun. I love it. <laughs> What? It gives me Lestat vibes. (laughs) Yeah, that's why I like it down. If you're going to have long hair, show that you have long hair. Do both. That's fine. But like, I also just love a man bun. I think that you should just wear your hair up for like safety reasons or like job stuff. But like, if you're going to have long hair in real life, wear your fucking hair down. You also wear your hair down 24-7. When I have long hair, it's up in a messy pony 24-7. I'll fuck with a messy pony sometimes, but that's when I haven't washed my hair in three days. Boys, bring your messy ponies here. I'm just... <laughs> bring your messy your ponies, face. boys. Bring me your messy ponies. Um, Yeah, no, I just... I feel like there's so much about yourself, and and, and, not, and not even you specifically, but like, like you and everybody on dating you. apps. Like people have... The royal you has <laughs> lost the royal value and the royal self. Mm, yeah. Like know your know your worth. Know your worth. Rejection doesn't mean that the world is going to end. It's not going to kill you. Yeah. Just because you're not somebody's cup of tea doesn't mean you're not going to be somebody else's. I mean, I'm not I'm not this isn't even wise what I'm saying. This isn't like I've never it's had not. an original thought in my life. <laughs> it's just that this is it's 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 so what these dating apps are doing Toxic. is by putting by putting your um, deal breakers out there. That's a red flag. How about that? 
I would agree if with you. If you put deal breakers on your profile, that's a red flag. Your profile is to tell people about you. Mm-hmm. Not about what you do and not, don't want. Not it's not a not it's not about a menu for what someone you hate else. in other people. Yeah, it's not like yeah. a like women are not a menu item to be ordered and then substituted for the one you actually want. Yeah, so don't fuck with deal breaker people because they're trash. Because you don't know your deal breakers when you meet it, there are it, everybody's different and you may make an exception for the right person. Well, and you made this point in your docket actually, just like show behind the scenes that those deal breakers don't exist in real life. Like when yeah. you meet people in real life, no. it is different. It is completely different. I on on dating apps, I start only, I will like I don't know who I think I am when I'm on a dating app, but I start only swiping on like absolute tens, like <laughs> men that are beyond beautiful and like usually have the personality of a fucking rock. Mm-hmm. But I'm just out here swiping on them. Why? What am I going to do with this beautiful man with no brain? That's not for me. That's not the thing that I'm, I think you're I just want. looking for an ego boost. But is you know me like that's not even what I'm attracted to in men. Like mm-hmm. who you are is infinitely more attractive than like the way you look. And I think that's true for almost everybody. We just don't know yeah, that way. I think, I think what you're saying is the female version of um, just looking to see if you still got it. Yeah. Yeah, probably. Probably. Yeah. And yeah. And most of the time, like, yeah, like I pull a very attractive men on dating apps, but I get bored of them. Like their personality is so stunted. As you should. And they <sighs> are stunted. They're, or on dating apps. Like I just need a beautiful man that has like a stunning personality. It's not that hard. it's not it's it's not like it's not it's not like it's hard to find. And there are many out finds there. Finds me incredibly appealing. Like the most appealing person he's ever been with. Like could not get enough of me. I need you to be mildly obsessed with me for the ego. Yeah, you do need that. You're a cancer. I really yeah. do. I really. I'm just being honest. I'm just being honest. I I applaud your honesty, but I do <laughs> think that like that the. The, the need to uh, to feed your ego may need to be checked a little bit. You don't need that. You should know in your heart. No, I just want it. I know, but like you should you should have it from yourself too. But you know, I say I want it, but then, but then when they are obsessed with me, I check out so fast. I'm so bored. Mm. Like there's no work in it. Part of the thing that kept me going back with my ex was that he was so hot and cold. I was like, oh, this is exciting. Yeah, but that's 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 damaging and no, that's I don't unhealthy. want that. But I do want like like let me chase you a little bit too. A lot of guys don't like that. I want both. I want a little bit of both of us. I want us to be chasing each other. I want us to just be running in circles chasing each other all fucking day. I don't think you're gonna find that on an app. I don't think anybody is. No. I'm not just speaking to you when I say all the things that I'm saying. Yeah, no, but I, I mean, really do think that we have lost our sense of of pride and self worth, and these apps are making it worse. By when you just you scroll and you see you see a picture of a of a person that you're attracted to, and you look at them and you're like, okay, let's read about them, and then it's all of their deal breakers <laughs> are the things that you are. <laughs> it immediately brings your ego down to a one yeah. and you're like, fuck, I'm worthless and I should just kill myself now. <laughs> it's, it shouldn't yeah. be, it shouldn't, it shouldn't be, it, it should be stated that your profile, at least if you're going to, if you're going to bother to participate in these demonic 
apps that you shouldn't be putting what you don't like about somebody else in the profile. It should be what you are. Like if you don't even mm-hmm. have the mental fortitude yeah. to talk about yourself or or say anything interesting about yourself, then that probably says enough about you to let the other person know that they, that you need to be avoided. A lot of them do this thing where they go, I don't know what to say. If you want to know something, just ask. No, I don't. I don't want to know anything now. What I wanted to know was what you would say about yourself. And you chose not to yeah. give me that information. And that was Yeah, that's rude. that's beta behavior. That's beta be- men. <laughs> that's beta behavior. Just ask me is beta behavior. You're too afraid to be like my favorite color or my favorite movie or my favorite band or what you like. Just say it. Just say it's the not thing. that hard. Just say that. Just say th- just say and it. And someone will like you for it. Yeah. Maybe if your favorite band is Mumford and Sons, then maybe maybe keep that to yourself. If your favorite is Mumford and Sons, that's rough. But like, if you just like them, that's okay. But favorites rough. If you like suspenders, maybe keep that to yourself too. I'm not against suspenders. I mean, if you like the guy and he shows up on the date when you meet face to face (laughs) and he's got suspenders, then it's something that you might make an exception for. It's one of those deal breakers (laughs) that you might make an exception for in person. But that's the thing is you figure out deal breakers in person. They are not meant to be a a digitalized uh, transactional thing. Yeah, no, I agree. It is is this very, this is a menu. I'm ordering off of it. This is what I want. These are the things I want you to take away. And it does become... It just becomes grueling. It starts to feel like fucking work. It's not fun anymore. And dating apps should be fun. You should be having fun. Mm-hmm. And if you're not, it's not It's not a good delete it. You just get rid of it. Like, I, I don't think I've deleted mine, but I have not been on them in two months probably. Like, I'm just having more fun talking to my friends and exploring yeah. those relationships, I guess. Yeah, as you should. That's the normal thing to do. We come from a generation of cutely writing notes. Right. And that's the thing is the next person I date, I would like to be like my friend first. Like somebody that I have such an intense bond with already. Mm -hmm. Because, I mean, that's just what's important to me is bonds. And I just... Are you hitting on me? Yeah. Yes. (laughs) Get the fuck out of there, George. You stupid fucking robots. (laughs) With your weird inventions. Your guy is so strange. That's such spurgy behavior. Mm-hmm. I can, it takes one to know one, I, I can guess. say that because of you. <laughs> I know. It, just, it takes one to know one. Anyway, I interrupted you. I'm sorry. No, but yeah, no, no I, I, I understand wanting to befriend somebody and just see where it goes. That's yeah. normal. That's how you date somebody in the real world. And that's how we you know dated I mean? people when we were kids, you know, like that. It was just by kids. You mean like 20s <laughs> now kids in their 20s don't even have the luxury of knowing what that's like. By and kids, I feel bad. For I them. mean, like in, in school, like in like high school and shit, we dated by like, oh, yeah, by having these people that were our friends. And then we kind of like liked them a little bit. And then we like, it was like a game and we figured it out and it was so exciting. And like, I just want those feelings again of like, does he like me? Doesn't he? like? I don't know. And that, yeah, and that was the model upon which we based dating in our 20s. Yeah, yeah. You go out, you meet somebody. I met I met Danny at a fucking, I met Danny at a bar because he was in a band. And everybody that I've dated has been in a fucking band. Was George in a band? No, he's the, he's the, he's the, uh, he's the matrix breaker. That's why you're going to marry him. Those were some of the best 
uh, years of my life just fucking not knowing what was going to happen and not knowing who was going to be around, not knowing where he was going to be, if he was going to be there at all, but like getting dolled up just in case some, you know, Mm -hmm. like that, that mentality of like, you never know who you're going to run into. Mm -hmm. So look good. I miss that. Yeah. And then what are your kids going to do? Like, that's the thing is like these kids now, they don't even know. That's I know it's fucked up. I, and I love my nieces and I don't want them to, I I hope this changes because it's like, they don't have the same experience that we had and that's fine. They don't have to, we didn't have the same experience that our parents had. No, for sure. But at a certain point when everything was, everything becomes uh, transactional and digitized and um, there are all these barriers that you have to break down before you even bother talking to somebody intimately face to face whether it's a friendship or a romantic relationship, that is, uh, I feel like, damaging to us mm-hmm. as a society because well, we don't know how to interact with each other. Very Jeff Goldblum of you. Very, uh, um. <laughs> oh, am I doing the thing? Sorry. Uh, you know, here's the thing. Is like there are people who have successful relationships that started on dating apps. Like I'm not knocking it. It does work for some people. Mm-hmm. There are lots of people who meet somebody and it's perfect and it's amazing and they marry each other and whatever. But I feel like I'm hearing it less and less. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like it's mm-hmm. it's more of like, oh, we bumped into each other and we met and we started talking. And it, we're, we're kind of starting to revert, I think, more to that organic meetup situation again. We're getting there. but That's hopeful. Apps are convenient. They're less scary and doing it in real life and they're more they're they're safer for sure like they are safer from a like a personal well-being point of view it is more dangerous to just meet a dude at a bar than it is to screen them thoroughly through an app first but there's still risk there's still risk involved in everything but yeah i just hate them i just fucking hate them um not participating right now I'm just, just vibing, just following feelings where they come at the moment. Well, the greater the risk. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. Anyway. Got to risk it for the biscuit, um, as I like to say. <laughs> <laughs> really, uh, really, really serious one, this one, because it's close to home. Um, mm-hmm. That's that's my big takeaway as 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 an outsider looking in as 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 somebody that is terrified of potentially having to be a part of that system one day. I don't know if I would have it in me to participate just because I'm so set in my ways and I am so <laughs> spiritually boomerish. I don't even know yeah. if I'd be able to navigate a fucking app, but I think uh, my general takeaway from it is it's a tool like any other tool. Use it, don't use it. It's up to you. If if it makes you feel bad, don't use it. If you feel, I can hear your fucking robot. <laughs> Paranormal activities come in the house. Again. I gotta get rid. I gotta. We gotta do something about that on uh, on record nights <laughs> for sure. Um, it's just one of those things where you have to be prepared to come and go as you feel capable of doing. Don't force yourself mm-hmm. onto an app and certainly don't force yourself into someone else's idealized version of what a 15-year-old girl is like so that you can fit that mold at 35 years old because that's unreasonable and it sucks. 
It's disgusting. And it's gross. It's so gross. It's gross. Men, please. <laughs> please. Just if you look at your app and you say, does this have more things in common with a 15-year-old than a woman my age, then it's bad. <laughs> then it's bad. Find yourself a man with a Pisces moon or a water moon, really. <laughs> I don't know the it's moon. those fire moons you got to look out for. I don't know the moon of, of the people in my life. Um, I mean, George is a Taurus moon. Which is good for me mm-hmm. as an air sign and a fire moon. I really need that balance in my life. Mm-hmm. You're a Capricorn moon. No, yeah, no. I'm sorry. You're a fire moon, so you can mm-hmm. you can't do another fire moon. You cannot. <laughs> Who has a water moon that we know of? Mm-hmm. Oh, oh. <laughs> mm-hmm. I didn't know that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I got stitches on my mouth. <laughs> Zip. I didn't um, I didn't know that. I wasn't fishing. I didn't know. No, I didn't even um you know I saved the chart of everybody that I can. Yeah. I need to know things. I need to know I need to get down to business. Okay. That's my dating profile. <laughs> Astrology. Here's a little bit about me. Give me where you were born, when you were born. <clears throat> what time you were born. Do it on uh Patreon for fifty dollars, I think. And oh well, for the listeners on Patreon, we're offering Shannon. Yeah, I'll really make you feel good about yourself. Get your own little mini episode, you special, special being you. Um, I think you should stay. I think you should stay off the apps for a while. I think I'm going to be off for a little bit. Um, I I don't think they're good for you. I think right now I'm in a growing phase of my life. I am. Focusing on me. I am nurturing my hobbies. I'm getting my house straight. I am investing in myself. Good. Um, when that time has passed and I feel a little bit more fulfilled and centered, perhaps I'll be back on apps. Who knows? But until such a time has happened, I'm going to just not be. Or you could move back here <laughs> and you know I'm a great wingman. That's true. We can just go to bars and you go can find me men. out. And just go out. Who are we kidding? We're only going to be at the gay bar. There are, well, you know what? All the straight guys at gay bars are fucking predators. Yeah, we don't want them like you. So yeah, don't do that. Um, no, we'll go out. We'll have a good time. Mm-hmm. We'll accentuate them great titties you got. <laughs> and we'll find you a man in less than an hour. Easy peasy. We'll see. But you don't need that right now. You don't need no. you don't need to find a man. A man needs to find you because that's what you deserve. A man needs to that's find what, that's me. What, that's what the royal you deserve. <laughs> you specifically. And ladies, don't 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 fucking reduce yourself to something that you think a man wants. Sure. Or a woman. What don't don't reduce yourself to something that you think somebody else wants. Man, woman goat whatever it's inauthentic and it sucks yeah just be be yourself and i mean that i do mean that you it just be sounds into gay. you you be into you and uh know your worth because these apps are ruining it for you True. these apps are ruining our value of ourselves and that's uh, not okay it's it's just going to get worse and worse and worse. <laughs> the longer you speak, the more you sound like Jeff Goldblum every time. <laughs> and it's not okay. <laughs> it's not okay. God, God, we give it a cold. Okay. All right. Okay. All right. Well, I, I mean, I think that's it. Are you being racist? <laughs> 
yeah. <laughs> a little. Yeah, yeah. All right. You had your moment. Just a little. It's a micro. Is that a microaggression? Is that a Jewish microaggression? They're allowed right now. It's I cool. It's it not okay to be, be Jewish. I think it might be a little Jewish microaggression. Jeff Goldblum, for the record. The hottest man alive. Hot. So hot. hot. So, so Hans was so hot right now. Goldblum's so hot right now. If it doesn't work out with George, I'm going to Daddy Goldblum. that. Yeah. Or just, you know, of the like. Of the like. George is kind of of the like. Yeah, but if, if he. But anyway, a different one. A different one. But a, a Jewish one. one. A different one. He's not a Jew. Um, I mean, um, we're going more the Jewish route next time if it doesn't, if this doesn't work out. I hope it does. I want to be, I want you to be at my wedding with your plus one, whoever it may be, <laughs> uh, rather soon. Yeah, me too. And it's going to be a good one. It better be. My teeth are going to be, my teeth are going to be straight. So straight. It's going to be over for you, so hoes. It's going to be over for you, hoes. I'm going to look better than fucking, I almost said Angelina Jolie. And then I was like, why would you say that? <laughs> Really shot for the moon here. <laughs> yeah, really. <laughs> also, how dated. Yeah. All right. Well, love you. <laughs> love you. Mean Wait it. <laughs> Don't bitch. Thank you for listening to Millennial Fight Club. If you want to follow us elsewhere, our Insta is Millennial Fight Club, Twitter is Millennial FC Pod, and check out our Patreon for bonus and uncensored content.